Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to The World in Sport. I'm Bridget Honeycliffe. This week we look at how winning a FIFA Under-20 World Cup slot will bring huge benefits to Fiji football. Manu Samoa prepares for the Pacific Nations Rugby Cup and the IRB Junior World Championship kicks off in New Zealand. But first, Tonga's Minister of Sport is welcoming funding from the New Zealand government to help upgrade the country's national stadium in the build-up to the 2019 Pacific Games. New Zealand has announced it will contribute around $1.69 US million towards upgrading to Fiverr Stadium in Nukualofa. The first step in the upgrade work will be a New Zealand-funded feasibility study and design and technical support for the Tongan government. The Minister of Sport, Lord Vaya, told me it will also allow the Tongan rugby team to play international tests at home for the first time in years. First of all, this is a rugby stadium that we're talking about. Uh, firstly, this will allow our, our national team to come back and the improvement here will allow a lot of the top players to play back, to play back here, here in Tonga. Uh, secondly to this, the development will allow, allow a lot of our top athletes to start training immediately for the Pacific Games and, and uh, up, upgraded trucks, uh, but m- more so the, the importance that uh, uh, the stadium will bring to, to a lot of people to see that this is what we'll also develop back over at uh, the Adele uh, arenas as well. So w- will it be multifunctional? Will it be able to cater for uh, different sports? It would definitely will. We're hoping at this stage that it'll, it'll cover a lot of the multi-sports, but we also uh, believe that uh, we all we, we need to, to have a, a secondary stadium in order for our training and for our uh, uh, lesser international rugby to take place when we play locally. So uh, how long are we talking since there's been an international rugby match in Tonga? I think it's been close to a decade now. We've had a few Karatahi back here. And that's a long, long time for us, more than, mainly because uh, a lot of the top players play over, uh, overseas. And secondly, the insurance cover that they require in order them for, for them to play doesn't allow our rugby ground for, for the international players to play on. So consequently, we've missed out. Uh, this time around, we've, we're playing away to Fiji, playing away to, to Samoa, and we're also playing uh, a Barbarians over at uh, uh, Ericsson Stadium. So... Again, uh, the, the improvement of the, of the Tewhaiwa Stadium will not only allow us to develop our sports, but allow our rugby team to come back and play at home too. So the safety standards at the stadium just didn't meet international standards and was considered unsafe? Yes, it, the, 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 turf, uh, the turf wasn't up to scratch and basically that's what uh, the IRB wanted us to improve on. So we've taken this opportunity to to bring the tracks up to place as well, bring in uh, eight or nine tracks for um, for the stadium and also put up a few other things like the extension of uh, 
uh, the seating for for uh, for the spectators and, and of course allow the, the gymnasium to be improved too. So this will be a real centrepiece of the Pacific Games in 2019. It will, um, but at the same time we're looking at the parking, we're looking at the development of, of the indoor stadium as well as uh, the Atene uh, Arena as well because we need to, to improve and to let our athletes and, of course, our, our secondary school and international participation to be able to compete and, and train at a good facility as well. The Minister of Sport, Lord Vaya. Fiji football is still revelling after earning themselves Oceania's qualifying berth at the FIFA Under-20 World Cup in New Zealand next year. Fiji created football history after defeating Solomon Islands 2-1 at the Oceania Under-20 Championship in Suva on the weekend. Victory handed Fiji its first ever appearance at a FIFA World event and ended a 40-year wait to claim the Oceania Under-20 title. The Fiji coach Ravnesh Kumar told Vinnie Wiley they are thrilled with their achievement. Uh, at the end, the hard work is uh, paid, I think, uh... The preparation time was very hard, very difficult, but when the going gets tough, tough gets going. So we are feeling very happy now. Yeah, and of course you didn't have it all your own way uh, in that final round of matches. Uh, you guys were trailing in your match, and uh, Vanuatu were also uh, trailing in their match for a time. So, you know, at various times it could have gone either way. Of course, yes. Uh, Vanuatu was also good, and uh, the match was tied. We were supposed to, to win that match, and uh, at the beginning... Uh, Solomon were winning. They took the lead in the in the first 20 minutes, but then we capitalized and we at the half time mark we scored the second goal and we kept the lead towards the end. So that was it. Did you watch any of the Vanuatu game beforehand, or were you just focusing on your match later? Uh, yes, we were having a look at the Vanuatu match against Papua New Guinea. And Papua New Guinea were winning uh, against Vanuatu. So I would say heads off to Papua New Guinea too to giving. Uh, a fair competition uh, in this OC Championship. So, and, and to all the other teams, to, to Solomon Islands too, they came in uh, with a very good team at the end. Uh, that, that shows uh, the fairness at the Oceania level competition and the development uh, at the Oceania level competition. And obviously by qualifying for next year's World Cup in New Zealand, the Under-20 World Cup, you're the first Pacific Islands team to do that. It's a unique occasion with New Zealand hosting, which means two Oceania teams are going to be there. Uh, what does that mean for Oceania and what does it mean for Fiji football? First of all, we are very glad that we will be at the World Cups and uh, we'll be doing some build-up matches uh, uh, in the Middle East and uh, in America and then uh, we'll do the the final prep for the World Cup next year. And, and those sorts of matches and those trips, the Middle East, America, those are things that you probably wouldn't get if you weren't at the World Cup. So, you know, you, I, I guess you can already see these opportunities and these unique experiences that are starting to develop out of what you've done. Oh, of course, yes. Uh, we have qualified and now things are coming up for the development of our team. The boys will get a huge experience going into USA and the Middle East to play in different teams and they will go to the next level before we reach uh, the World Cup next year. So I would say it was a very good move by Oceania Football Confederation to, uh, for having this under-20 playoffs uh, ahead of the championship of the World and here ahead of the World Cup so that the next qualifying team will get a good chance of preparation. And will all your players that competed over the past week or and a half, will they all be eligible for next year's tournament? 
because yes, they all are eligible, but but then the trials are still open for everybody. We will have trials in Fiji and in overseas too, to just find some more talent if we have around. And uh, I understand the players get a bit of a bonus as well from the sponsors from Vodafone? Uh, of course, yes. Uh, they've already announced uh, the players will be getting the bonuses uh, from Vodafone. Uh, it's already done $50,000 for the players now, but then they are hoping for more to come in. And does, does Fiji football get any bonuses from FIFA or from Oceania for, for your achievement? Or in added yes, funding? Yes, yes. Uh, they have already allocated some money, but they will be announcing very soon. The Fiji under-20 football coach, Ravanesh Kumar. The Manu Samoa coach Stephen Beetham has named a 31-man squad for the Pacific Nations Rugby Cup and upcoming Italy games. The forwards coach Tom Coventry, who is also the Chiefs assistant coach, helped Samoa at the 2011 World Cup. He told Vinnie Wiley about the challenge of putting together a team of players that are largely spread around the world. We're looking to develop some depth from uh, from here going forward into the World Cup next year. So there'll be guys that'll that will be tried and given opportunities over the next three weeks um, and possibly get a tour at the end of the year up into the Northern Hemisphere. So it's a big, long process for the Manu Samoa and um, obviously by the time we get to World Cup year, we want to make sure we've got the, the best players on the planet playing for, for this team. And it's a, It can be a long process um, because the, um, the Samoan representative players are spread all across the, the globe and it's, sometimes it's difficult to corral them all for, uh, for a short window of time. Indeed. Uh, now, obviously, you were involved with the Manu team at the last World Cup. Uh, is this your first time back since then, or what, what's got you back on board? Well, I suppose for me, stepping out of the 2011 World Cup, it was a, I was given a new role with the Chiefs, so I, I moved straight into that role with Dave Rooney, Wayne Smith and Straws, and um, the, the role didn't really match up so well. The next year, it's different because Super Rugby finishes and you go into the World Cup preparation. This one fits with this two-week window fits in nicely because obviously it's an international window at home and Super Rugby closes down for a month. So um, it, the window fits in a bit nice, a bit neater this year and obviously next year Super Rugby doesn't really impinge on the development programme for, for Manu Samara as much. So it's just been um, timing more than anything um, and the ability to be involved is it's fantastic. I, I enjoy the challenge. It's a neat bunch of guys to work with, uh, highly talented, Um the challenges for any of the Pacific Island nations is just to get them back together um, from a, for around the, the, the myriad of clubs that they play for all over the world. So, yeah, no, it's good times. I, I look forward to it, and it's um, exciting being back here with these, with these young fellas. You know, people talk about the potential of the Samoan team, and, you know, in the past 12 months, you've got the likes of Alapati Leua and Jack Lamb to commit, and Fafili Lavave, and we've seen the impact they've had for the Hurricanes. Uh, and I know you've got a few Samoan boys uh be they in this squad or not, that are at the Chiefs as well, and, and you have strong connections there. So, uh, you know, there, as you say, there's a lot of talent in this team, and, and a lot of them are playing for very good clubs, be it all around the world. So uh, there's a lot of possibilities and potential for what this team could do. Oh, definitely. I mean, you hit it on the head. There's, there's some talented players here. I suppose the challenge for, for, for us, a lot of boys coming back from the Northern Hemisphere, they are in their off-season, um, and it's difficult to play rugby 24-7. So somewhere at the window, they need to back off the rugby a little bit. So unfortunately for us, though, the window for uh, the PNC falls and it falls for most of the Pacific Islands and all their, their uh, professionals are coming back from Europe. And it's probably not they're not in their best condition. But leading up to a World Cup, obviously, most of them are coming from Europe, so they'll be just finishing their seasons and um, some of them should be in reasonably good condition and just um, having strong programs. So, yeah, timing doesn't always help, but... Um, 
Super Rugby is, is developing some pretty good Pacific Island players. I know that's um, always been the case in New Zealand, and it's probably the, been a part of the strength of New Zealand rugby for a long time. But um, yeah, some of them are starting to make themselves available for money some more, which is nice, and uh, it always helps when you have that, that experience come through into the team from Super Rugby. And uh, first up, it's Tonga. Um, obviously, rankings points are on the line, and everyone wants to win test matches. But uh, what does the Pacific Nations Cup mean for Samoa? You you won it two years ago when you last competed, and then obviously the money went to South Africa for that tour uh, last year. Uh, so mm. back back in the Pacific game, what does it what does it mean to, to play these matches? Oh, it's huge, um, particularly when you play test matches in up here. They, they don't get a lot of them. The, the uh, money from my side are often referred to as the as the people's team, um, and they really come out and support this team. <laughs> and I know the boys have a lot of pride putting their blue jersey on, particularly when they get to play at home and up here. We had a big march down to the to the official function here, the Independence Day. We, I think we received the biggest cheer walking through the through the parade as we went past the Prime Minister and John Key was there. And it's pretty obvious who the people support around here. That's for sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of lot of people down there. There's a lot of official official them and. Um, Money to Mark got a big round of applause, so it's always nice to, to see just how much, how well appreciated these boys are in their home country. They certainly are the people's team. Absolutely. There's obviously been plenty of talk, uh, especially here in New Zealand and up in Samoa, about test matches in Arpia or perhaps test matches that haven't been, haven't been played in Arpia. And I, I see John Key's already been asked and made comments and is expecting it to come up in his uh, prime ministerial conversations as perhaps you would only get between <laughs> Samoa and New Zealand. Uh, has that filtered through the squad? It hasn't really been a focus. I, it was it was a focus when I left New Zealand. Obviously, that was um, Eliota had uh, Facebooked a few a few comments about what he thought, and that sort of fueled a little bit of fire at home. But uh, it hasn't really been spoken of. I think in time it'll, it, it'll play, play out. I think it's, it has been a real focus on the boys' mind. I haven't seen, heard many of them talking about it. I think they'd all you know love to play the All Blacks in up here, but we realise that it's lots of forces at play when it comes to getting in the, you know, the All Blacks to tour. The Pacific Island, so yeah, wait and see. But it's certainly, as you mentioned, the, getting the PNC underway and, and performing well here is their main priority at the moment. The Samoa forwards coach Tom Coventry. Samoa hosts Tonga at Apia Park on Saturday. The Samoa under-20 men's rugby team suffered a heavy loss to New Zealand in their opening match of the IRB Junior World Championship in Auckland this week. The hosts beat Samoa 48-12, scoring seven tries to Samoa's two and led 22-7 at half-time. The Samoa coach Lemalu Simo-Sititi says the lopsided scoreline probably wasn't an accurate reflection of the contest. The boys did pretty well. First half, that's, that try in the um, last minute of the first half reflected the determination of and the effort of the boys that put in and trying to get the upset. But uh, as you said, the, the score doesn't really reflect the, the, the effort that the boys have put in. He says their next game against Scotland is a must-win for them and says they'll definitely need a better start. The first part of the first half, we didn't really function well. And I tell you, I think the first half, we only had 20% of the ball to attack. 80% we defended the whole time. Uh, we had the chance to win the ball in lineups, and then we gave away because of knock-on and so on, and then defend again. Um, and then the second half, that last five minutes or last ten minutes, that we blew up a bit. So it's something we need to look at. The Samoa coach Lamalu Simu Satiti. Fiji also started their campaign on the back foot when they were well beaten by Wales 48 to 19. And that's the world in sport for this week. I'm Bridget Tunnicliffe. Thanks for listening.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.